The big three is back in full effect this week because I got a man in the middle here, Donnie. He ducked us. So this week, go put him to the his foot to the fire to discuss the NBA playoffs, NFL draft, all that good shit on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast. Keep it locked. Welcome to episode 43 of the Out of Bounds podcast. The Big Three is back in full effect. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionista. Here alongside me is the man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan Wilkins. And last but certainly not least, we got the graduation boy himself. He's graduating this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Noah Austin, a.k.a. Third Eye, a.k.a. Mr. Euro Step to your girl. And down that graduation ceremony. So what's good, fellas? How we doing this week? Body, like I said, you ducked us all last week because it wasn't looking too good for your Sixers. Yes, she was. Nigga. Y'all, nah, it was three nah. zero. Then it became three two. And like, nah, we gonna have an episode. Oh, nah. I can't. I got a fam- I got a family <laughs> situation where well, we both know that nigga. <laughs> you do not fuck with your family like that. And then so I got a family situation. Are you nah. He said, "Oh, my mama." And you don't even like your mom. I'm like, I don't know that she gonna that she gonna right. like, right now. I'm like, I'll talk to other niggas all the time. Talk about how his family situation is all kind of. I got tricky. extended family, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. look, like I said, these colors don't run. All right. You, t- you talk about that shorty that you've been hanging out with filming the TV show. But, oh. <laughs> now you're above his spot. That's crazy. <laughs> right. That's crazy, though. Out here just blowing up people's spots. Like, oh, Look, man. man. I was let's, get back, let's, this let's get back to these. Do you want to talk about the Sixers? We can talk about them. Like, what's, yeah, what's up? Which one, Which one, though? That train wreck. That's, that's what like, that train on wreck? On a scale of 1 to 10, how much of a panic were you in when it was 3-0 and then it was 3-2 and then everybody talking about Doc Rivers blowing seriously? And all. Like, how, like, how stressed were you? Let's start there. I mean, I'm still stressed now. Um, I I was stressed going into the uh, the half of that game, mm-hmm. um, but once we started to pull away, I, I saw it was clear that it, it seemed like we forgot how to play basketball that series until the last game, and that's the thing about like being a Philadelphia fan. It's like. They, it seems like our sports teams forget how to play the game every now and then. And every time you want to, like, have hope, that shit is, like, stomped out hard. <laughs> he said every time we have hope, it's just, just gone, just <laughs> wasted, just... But, I mean, a, a lot of people are mad at I feel like I, I feel like being a fan of Philadelphia sports is, like, online dating. Like it starts all it starts smooth, like yeah, like you get that swipe right. Yo, you like talk it all that, but then you know it ain't gonna go nowhere for it. It's so you talk fucking for like two days and it's like, yeah, no, this ain't going nowhere. Like I, I remember yeah. uh, a couple of years ago when we were in the playoffs, and I was like, yo, like, why don't we just get eliminated right here, right now, so I don't have to stress for the next two months? Like dead ass. <laughs> Jesus. No faith. You know you did not want that, Don, because no, no like there, there, there were so moments. No one let like, you have it. Nah, there, they would have went to game seven, yeah. and they would have won in Philly, Toronto. Oh, yeah, nah. I would have yeah, had an yeah. OVO hoodie, would have a like, Scotty Barnes jersey. Like, I would have like the OVO Sarah said, they didn't want to come back to Philly. 
they did not want to come back to Philly. Oh, okay, so. no one's scared of Philly. Go eat a sandwich, bro. No one's scared of Philly. Yeah, okay. Even their sandwiches is overrated. Uh, I no. see. I ain't say no. all that because they will. No, fight you over I ain't gonna say all that because they they, they, they they fight you over a sandwich now. But uh, we already we already touched on it. Now, now our focus. Wow, <laughs> right, this guy, man. Like, okay, all right. Let's let's check in on the Dallas Mavericks. Like, how they doing? All right, we lost yesterday, but it's cool. I only want to get past the first round. See, I'm not as delusional as y'all Sixers fan that they y'all go with a championship or go to the finals every year. I just want to get past the first round. Luca needs help. First... Yeah, he Luka needs help. Like, like I don't, I don't expect to beat Phoenix. Are we gonna get swept? No, I don't think we are gonna get swept. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> we, we're not getting swept, bro. We're not Bruh, getting swept. Don't stand the in four. We're not losing in four games. Suns. Uh, I if mean, can, last if, game, Luca had like forty three. He's in a he like forty three ten and he had forty three ten or something in a loss. So if we get swept, I'm chopping all this off. I'll take I'll that bet. Go. I'll take that bet. If we get swept, you don't. Want I'll, take that that I'll take that bet. <laughs> I will take. We're winning. We're winning at least a game in this series. Out of bounds at Tuck Ferry. Y'all hear it? Y'all heard it here first. If the Dodge Mavericks get swept, I will cut my locks. On on screen, we, we would do a live episode and I would cut We'll be on locks. Twitch with it and just really with Twitch and just be like, oh, okay. Cut right. <laughs> I mean, I, I just want to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Not happening. Now, and now eyes are on James Harden Not happening, bro. for these first two games. One thing is right now, Boston looking a little exposed. Cause like yeah. they they handled the nets, the Yadas came in. It was just like bully Jason Tatum. I was just like, ooh, I'm not I was, KD. Like, I was like, this is, I was like, Yadis is a different type of dude. I go lie to you, he, he a different type of dude. He he not gonna just he not gonna take being bullied. So you can bully Katie, but Yadis does the bullying. So I don't know how they thought that was gonna happen. So he yeah. like he threw Jason Tatum to the floor and went up. I was just like. Dog, I was just like, this is gonna be a long series in Boston. I don't think so. I think I think Boston gonna win the series in seven games. They can't if they can't stop Giannis. Like we they, don't need to. We don't need to stop Giannis. Stop everybody yes. else. Yeah, that's so. That's true. That's we can't true. let we can't let Drew Holiday go. We can't let Grayson Allen go. Wait, Bobby Portis is he hurt or not? I don't think Bobby Portis is hurt. No, I, I think he's still out. And we, need Mark, and we need Marcus Smart to play like the defensive player of the year. So that is true. If he can, if he yeah. can do that, well, he can get hurt, but he like something happened to him. Boston fan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of the Mavericks and the Celtics, bro. So I mean, I just know. like everything Boston, so it's just this is what it is. Everything Boston. Boston is racist in itself, so I don't even <laughs> Boston is the Mississippi of the North. I don't know. <laughs> There's racism everywhere. We, we no, it's but... different in Boston. It's not like I live in Georgia. I live in Atlanta. There's racism here, but Boston is different. Like it's just it's a, a different, different breed. It's a different breed of racism up in Boston. Like no, the Mississippi of the North. That is Boston. Changed my but, mind. But, yeah, we're gonna talk about Boston and Dallas a little bit later on in the show. But first, let's circle back. Because, like I said, Donnie basically ducked us last week, so we couldn't present you guys an episode because he was a bit nervous about his Sixers 
because no, he's he's a Raptors fan. So how would it look? No, he, he's a Raptor real? and a Hawks fan, and they both got eliminated. So we can move on. Oh, okay, you about to get eliminated too, man. I, I love how people say, "Oh, but you're about to be eliminated too." It's we're here yeah, now. Right, We're here now. All right, bro. You have a better chance of getting a text back from a girl you did last year. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did the, did the Sixers have won it? Wow. Yeah, I'm still I, saying I'm still stuck at the fact that he just said like, you have a better chance of getting a text back than the Lakers winning. Facts though. That's wild. Facts though. I mean, and beads out. And James Harden not gonna step. I mean, up, Embiid so. is out for the maybe uh, the first right. few games. Yeah, but he has to uh, he has to clear for five days concussion protocol. They, he won't need surgery. So he basically coming good. back when they down three games. Got you. All right, <laughs> like no, that's what this sound like. He, he gonna come back wearing that Batman mask. I I wouldn't say that the the Heat are hard to beat. I mean, the, the game was pretty much tied up until, like, the last five minutes of the third quarter. They're easily beatable. We beat them in a regular season before without it. That's the regular season. That's the regular bro. season. I hate when people do this. Word. The regular like, season. I'm sorry. Did the, did the team change, like, 100% since we played them? Bro, well, the regular well, season. Like the Miami Heat, they have injuries on their, their, their damn selves. All right. That All is right. true. But pro postseason and regular season are two different things. Like, don't be that person who's like, it's the same team. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It basically is the same team. It shows that we beat them before, and we can easily beat them again. If you do know bitch. that player, you do know that players take games off during the regular season, right? And you do know played a random what game number fifty four in the season. Like, oh, like people are gonna really remember. Like, rem- well, yeah, you won, but it's like we had like two, three dudes out. Okay, and like, you do, and you do know they play tighter defenses in the playoffs compared to the because they season. care about the playoffs, which they should care about the regular season. So what? Because uh, you do know rotations get short. You're always confused, and you do know rotations get shorter in the playoffs, right, compared to the regular season. Yeah, yeah of they, course, but I'm saying they're easily beatable. We beat them before. Any like, team is easily beatable, is. though. Like, what are you talking about? Any team is easily beatable. Everybody has their weakness. It's just who wants it more. Bro, That's they're, it the, like. they're the Knicks beat like the and, Warriors in the regular season and some shit. And look where they at. Look where the Warriors at. Regular season don't mean shit, bro. I mean, well, I mean, it means something to get to the playoffs. But once the playoffs start, the regular season is kind of irrelevant. Whatever you did up into the playoffs does not really matter right now. So it's kind of stupid to go back to regular season. Oh, well, we beat them in game 35 of the season. Who? No. That doesn't matter right now. Yeah, and I will. Then, I will agree with that. Though. It's all about who wants it more. And, and plus, schemes change, rotations change. Like Golden State, Jordan Poole. What? I mean, he was hooping, but in the play, he's not hooping like he was hooping right now. Like dropping. No, nah, yeah. Damn near thirty a game, twenty five. Nah. Like, I mean, like, my assessment is. He was he did have like twenty seven in the last month of the season. So. Yeah, but it's like like the whole like in the beginning of the season he wasn't dropping points like that and like from right. game one to like game 40 he wasn't like he was playing but he wasn't playing like he is now so things change so uh, all right so i'll say call Anthony towns before you uh, go call any towns is the perfect example dude dominate like all nba player in the regular season come play all time like dude nowhere like, to be seen 
Only have a few good games. Like, come on, bro. And look at your boy. And look at your boy, James Harden. He struggled to get twenty in a playoff. He's gonna go to the strip club in Philly after that game. What you mean? He is averaging twenty. He he has six. No, I say he struggles to get twenty. He has sixteen, four, and six last game against Miami. Ooh. <laughs> Should have stayed in Brooklyn. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have not stayed in Brooklyn. I mean, because even Tyrese Maxey didn't even want to talk to him. He was just like, bro, what are you doing? Oh I, I saw that clip. I saw that clip. That's a little bit That's That's because that. our assistant coach, yeah. uh, Sam Cassio, called him over. Please Sam, don't we, run with that. Uh, Sam, <laughs> I was about we, to say, I'll admit, Tyrese Maxey said, yeah, nah, dog, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this. Wait, hold, on, hold on. Sam who? Sam Cassio. I said Cassell. Cassell. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I got uh, Cassell. But yeah, he called them over. Please. Yeah. I, I know the National League is going to run with that shit. Like, oh, Trouble in Paradise and shit like that. Like, I saw it on Overtime and like all the is basketball Instagrams. They're like, is Tyrese Maxey hate James Harden? Or right, yeah. Like, it's, 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 he don't. He don't. He don't. He, he don't. Because I remember like... um. You know, NBA TV, like they always do like these phantom playoff episodes. It's how he's actually basically like he looks like like he looks such a James Harden like his big homie, so to speak. Right. Like you're like James, like, like oh, so, like you believe in me? Like like how you do that? How you do to find me on that path? So like they have like a good like mentor mentee relationship. Yeah, not, nothing is wrong in uh, Philadelphia as far as our team is concerned. Yeah, um, nothing might not be wrong in Philadelphia, but what is wrong in Brooklyn though? You know, because everybody just assumed that everybody was going to be ducking the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. Kind of like how Don, you ducked us last week during that episode. What should have been episode forty three last week? You know, but they got they got swept by the Boston Celtics. So, what do you guys think is next for the Brooklyn Nets? Because that's one of the biggest surprises for me. Like, I knew the Celtics were going to win the series. I thought it was going to be like close to like six or seven games. I think that's what my prediction was. But what do you guys think about the future of? KD, Kyrie, and Cole in Brooklyn. I think they just have to be. I think they have to be more serious. I think this year with Kyrie being part time, that was definitely they had a, the Nets had a lot of media attention on themselves. I don't think they really had a chance. No, they, they had distraction. They had they had Matt, and I think Kyrie even said like, "Y'all was a distraction this season." And I mean, and he was like. Call it, I mean, call it what it is. He was like every time they play game post game interviews, it was always about Kyrie, it wasn't about whatever. But just playing the game wise, they just got beat. I mean, not to say that they need more pieces, like they still have a solid bench, they still have Ky- like Seth Curry coming off the bench, they still have good pieces. Just they just got beat by a team that wanted it more than them. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Like Jason Tatum has something to prove. So does Jalen Brown. So does Marcus Smart. It just seemed like Boston just wanted that game more than they did. So there's not maybe much you really do for that. Maybe the Nets thought it would be like a – Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. It, it, was, it was revenge from last last year because um, last year the Celtics were basically in the position that the Brooklyn Nets were in. They had to go through the yeah. play-in to get to the playoffs. And Brooklyn was the two-seed that year. And the Boston Celtics got demolished by Brooklyn. Granted, that team had James Harden on it, so it's kind of different. But um, yeah, I feel like this this season was just um take back season for the Celtics, and they got more out of it. It this, every game was close, just about though. Like it's not like Brooklyn got blown out. Yeah. It just it, one has to think if they had Ben Simmons, 
which a lot of people thought that best of the play. I never thought he would play. I'm kind of done with this. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Just, just, to, I'm done with this. Like, at first, no, you game, did not just say that, Liddell. No, no, no. Because listen, I gave this was I, I gave him the, the benefit of the devil. Okay, go to a new team, figure yourself out. Buddy yeah. over there, chilling. Like, oh, I'm about to play for game four. I'm like, okay, they have a defensive presence now. They someone can guard up with Tatum or whatever. So there's a new defensive presence. And he's like, yeah, by the way, I'm not playing. It was just like. Yeah, I, I got to say this. I, I need apologies from both of you guys. I, I'm sorry, because Ben Simmons, dog. Go Liddell, play, go for, play, for what? For I what? appreciate you, no, Liddell. He's, what, uh, what am I apologizing for? Because <laughs> what have I been saying since day one of this year? You said a lot of shit, bro. About Ben Simmons. I said he doesn't want to play. He really doesn't. Like, let's, like let's be honest. Like, he and, really, and they, bro. Go ahead. You have to look at it this way. I'll just play devil's advocate. Please. You have to look at it this way. These dudes, these players, they don't think team first anymore. They think about their own personal brand. There's very few players in the league that value, like, okay, like, have that old school mentality. Okay, like, I got to work for my city. I got to work for my team. Damian Little, he's one of them. Bradley Beal is another. Because Giannis Antetokounmpo is another. Because prior to him winning a ring, everybody, oh, like, he needs to give up. I don't know. He's never going to win there. He won over there. Bradley Bill is adamant about wanting to stay in Washington and figure it out. Dame is adamant about wanting to stay in Portland and figure it out, even though they trade one of his closest friends at CJ McCollum. I mean, same, I mean, you can say the same about Devin Booker. I mean, when Devin Booker first got drafted and Phoenix wasn't the Phoenix Suns that we see now, they were saying Devin Booker got to leave. Devin Booker yeah. got to get traded, and he yeah, stayed. Now look at Phoenix. Yeah. So, so it's weird that you have dudes like that. Ben Simmons, he's cut from the cloth of like the. LeBron James and Zion Williamson's of the world. But why, I, know, I know you're looking at <laughs> LeBron James, but this is what I mean. The fact LeBron. that he went with LeBron James and then Zion, I was like, what the f- Where is he going with this? <laughs> Please, <laughs> let, let, let's let him finish. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me land this plane. LeBron James basically cares more about his own personal brand, his own legacy, more than like in regards to the team that he plays for. That look how he looked. Look he how he looked the, the first time. He blows up teams. Right. Rapper with Miami. How when when they got demolished by the Spurs, he's like, all right, you know, I'm out of here. D Wade, he's getting yeah. older. Chris Bosh getting older. Let me go to Cleveland. They got Kyrie. Irving. They got draft picks. Let's go try to get flip that. Get it. Kevin Love. Get the pieces I need. And then they won a championship with that crew. That ran his course because Kyrie wanted out. They brought in Isaiah Thomas. He wasn't the same Isaiah Thomas. Anything like that. D Wade is clearly old. D Rose didn't fit and all that. What does he do? He said, you know what? Hmm, I got this show on HBO called The Shop. I need to get out there in L.A. to maximize my opportunities. And I mean, doing yeah, that, that was Ended one of the reasons he said. Right. Ended up doing this, the Space Jam movie, which we're not going to talk about because to me that movie does not exist. But, hey, he did the movie, you know, so props out to him. He got interrupted. He made that to a, a popular thing. He doing his he got clutch sports. He expanded with that. Like, okay, so the move to LA worked out for him. He he also won a championship over there. Now, what he focused on now? Okay, well, he's gonna go wherever his son Bronny goes. If that's the yeah. Lakers, cool. If it's like fucking the Orlando Magic, he'll do oh, that too. Okay. He's gonna play with with that. You see what I'm going to like the Bronny. He basically values his own personal brand. I feel over like you- I feel like when you get to a point in your career where you've kind of done everything, I think like yeah. not to say that like it's an excuse, it's an excuse to do that, but I mean if you're in LeBron, he's doing this before he won. Before he won, he was doing this. 
Because he, he was no. he was the best. I mean, no. Okay, I, I, but but no, Mister, no, 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 no. but 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 Mister Wilkins, you been how many times after, you said best after the, the Miami Heat? After the Miami Heat, LeBron, I would say that's what he was really more so thinking about his legacy. After the Miami Heat stint, and he went back to Cleveland, started playing GM and picking and choosing people. Then yeah, I can see that. But like pre that second term in Cleveland, no, he was really just about I want to win a championship. I want to go to Miami. I want to link up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and do this. And that's what he did. But yeah, after but, that. But he was – but but what's the comedy in here? He put himself in the best situation for success. He put himself in the best possible position true. to be successful. I, I, I would agree with you. But but here's the upside of what he did. Every team that he touched won a championship. Yeah, it did. And as soon as he so left, the, they got demolished. And that's not his problem. He, okay, he I'm glad you said I'm glad you said it's not his problem. Can now let's make let me make my point on Ben Simmons. Oh the, please. The Brooklyn they are Nets, not the same. Don't the even Brooklyn Nets, ah. the Brooklyn Nets down but, 2-0 without him. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was supposed to they said he might come back game four. They was up game three, they had to lose a game three. Why the fuck if I'm Ben Simmons? I wasn't out there like we supposed to have KD Kyrie, they still real speed. Superior Hoopers, two of the best players in the world, and they basically those two guys they basically had were the fabric of last year's team that beat this same Celtics team. Just about the same Celtics team, just that now they have Al Horford again, who's older. You know, they go down 3 0. The plan was for him to play game four, that was the plan. They end up at you know, they was a bullshit excuse. I know, I know, but hold on, talk about though, they always say the series does not start until. The home team loses on their home court, so Boston going up two zero. That doesn't mean shit because Brooklyn, all that gotta do is just hold, hold home court on that end, get a win on the road. They lost game three, so if I'm best, I haven't played all year. Why the fuck am I gonna make my debut in the NBA season in a potential closeout game? You, it's you not preach, my problem. You preaching to problem. the wrong guy because I already knew that motherfucker wasn't gonna play a game, and the fact that he filed a twenty million dollar grievance. To get back money that he supposedly earned, get the fuck out. But the reason why I compare it to guys like LeBron and Zion because LeBron James, like, okay, well, like, all right, well, it's not my problem. This team is not selling me to win. Hold on, someone. It's not on me to keep this together and try to make it work because you know what, you guys ain't doing what you need to do for me to be successful. So he, what does he do? He bounced. Zion Williamson, they claim that he does not want to play in New Orleans. Like he is very adamant about that. You know, he gets hurt. He shows up to camp overweight and all that. What does he decide? The team uh, starts off slow out the gate. He said, okay, well, I'm going to shut it down. I don't want to play this year. He had an opportunity to play in the playoffs as well. He's doing 360 dunks and warm-ups. He was was supposed to surprise him with a game seven. He could have played. He could have played. Just like like that. He, DeMar he chose not to. DeMar DeRozan said it best, like, what, a season or two ago? He said... In this league, you got basketball players, you got hoopers. They're just yeah. like what it is. And, and Ben Simmons is a basketball player. Yeah. Like Ben it's Simmons, a job to Ben Simmons. It's a, it's a job. It's literally a job to him. It's, like, it's a job to Zion. But I'll give like, some heat for this. And here's where and here's where I get pissed off at. No, when, I can't say the same for Braun. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Donovan, but I can't say the same because yeah, Braun yeah. does kind of care about his legacy a little bit. Like basketball. He cares legacy. about his his personal legacy. Yeah, not too much care about the team that he plays for. It's just a business at the end of the day. 
I feel like that. I feel like you can only say that now because he got older. I feel like it always again, been that way, bro. It always been that way since his first Cleveland stint. That's why he I mean, did I guess, Cleveland. I guess you can say the same thing for KD since KD was like, oh, I'm gonna go to go. Yeah, say, say goes for KD. Say goes for KD. So, so would you say superstars have that mentality? But KD is a hooper, though. I'll say KD. KD. So Brian a hooper? Hold on. So Braun not a hooper. We really talk about bro, the kid from Akron, not a hooper. Come I on. have not seen LeBron J play in any summer in any summer. Yes, he, he uh he used to play with uh Melo. Um, the Drew well, League when they had the lockout, he was playing at the Drew with League. the Drew League, and he also played like in Brooklyn pickup games. Buddy, but thirty seven. That was K- KD was doing it. But no, I know. Bro, but LeBron listen, also did it. You so you want Braun right now during the summer to go start hooping in Dykeman? Buddy, thirty-seven. You want him to just go I mean, to New York? Does, well, first, of all, first, first of all, no, 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 no. Here's why: because for the simple fact that okay, like he had what so many injuries over the course of the season. That's his major excuse as to why this Lakers team's um, plummeted and didn't live up to expectations because they couldn't stay on the court together because of injuries. So why should he do that? But KD coming off a torn Achilles and all that. Was also missed some time during the regular season last year for the Brooklyn Nets. Played in the Summer Olympics and won a gold medal. So that's why I said KD is a hooper. Okay, I, I, all right, I get, I get that. I understand your point now. I get what you're talking about. LeBron James is a I, basketball savant, but he's a businessman first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he cares about his. Simmons. LeBron cares about his brand and his image. KD does not. Ben Simmons just don't care in general. That's yeah. just he don't care about his image, basketball, nothing. Ben Simmons just does not care about nothing. But All trying to get back with Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, whatever. So, I mean, I, I just want to say what the Philadelphia fans been saying for the past five years. We were right. Yeah. Um, the media clowned us. And that's all I want to say. But I will admit, I thought he – I would say this, though, Donnie. I did think he would play this season. I did. I, I, I had a little bit of inkling. I will give you I that. did. I had hope. I'm like – because the thing is, I, I I mean, I will say – I'm a, I'm only apologizing because I was the only one on here saying, like, yo, I just feel like he needs a different environment to be himself. I so I did say that. So I'll retract that statement because I really thought, okay, maybe Philly is really toxic. Jimmy Butler was there. Jimmy Butler went to Miami, and now look at Jimmy Butler. So I'm thinking it's the same thing, where it's like, maybe Philly really is toxic, and he really does need to leave. And I'm like, okay, cool. You go to Brooklyn, you got Kyrie and KD, two of probably the best players right now on your team, and you just get, all you got to do is play. You even got to score. You just got to play defense. <laughs> like, like he, didn't, he didn't even have to score the ball. He really just had to go out there and play defense, which he's good at. And you can't even my, do My that. question is, like, who released that statement that he was going to play I think it was, was that clutch sports or was, it was that clutch Nets? sport? It was his rep. Yeah, it was, I think, I don't think no one gave a statement. I feel like, I feel like reports were just in practice and they just like, I think assumed or like, he probably said something that like gave him an inclination. Oh, he's going to definitely play game four. Oh, yeah, so they like tried to rush a press release. Yeah. I don't think Ben Simmons himself was like, yeah, I'm definitely playing. Cause that would have been everywhere on ESPN if he was just like, yeah, I'm definitely playing game four. Cause Stephen A tore into that man. I mean, as he said, crazy. Ben Simmons. Have we even heard Ben Simmons speak this season? He, For the past he did two that seasons, uh, press conference when he got uh, to Philly. Nah, hold on. Let me let me go to think, Instagram. I don't, I don't, think, think, this has, I don't think this man has any sound bites this year. No, he did that press release. That's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one. But he has done no interviews. No I, sound yeah, I haven't heard this man speak. 
the past two years. And this man gets so much hate. I'll say I'll say this about Ben. No, Simmons. because it's it's the fact that what he's doing and what Kyrie has done and what uh, James Harden James Harden has done is going to affect the next um, CBA agreement oh, because yeah. those owners are going to come for these players. Oh, and yeah. We and might not see basketball. The Brooklyn that's all the oh yeah they, they definitely gonna make a Ben Simmons rule based on <laughs> but you gotta play a minimum of something. Because, yeah. and the thing is, they are sad. coming for these players. And it's, it's sad because Chris Paul was a big advocate for players' mm-hmm. rights yep. and player and advocating for players to have oh, Chris and, Paul. Oh he was the God. the National Basketball Players that's Association president. He, yeah, he was that's the president. That's Hey, he's gonna disrespect Jose Alvarado. Act like he don't know who Alvarado is. The way Alvarado locking that nigga up in round one. This ain't that, that man was a walk on, I believe, or who he was like no undrafted, right? He locked him down. He locked him down. He locked Bro, him okay, down. Okay, listen, yo, beef with okay. Chris Paul ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is Chris Paul advocated for players' rights, and the NBA granted that. And now, that what these was. players are doing are just essentially. Giving them ammunition to reenact whatever rules they put in place because now it's like we invest in y'all and y'all just don't want to play. What do you expect us to do? Because at the end of the day, it is a business, and I get it, there's both sides. But if you sign a contract to say, Hey, I'm gonna play, you're gonna pay me this much, and you're not injured. And again, if you do have mental health problems, like Kevin Love had mental health problems, but Kevin Love still played. Like, that's the difference here. Like, Same we can't talk about. Say with DeMar, even Paul George in the bubble said he was going through depression and he was still mm-hmm. hooping. So it's like you can have mental health issues, it's fine. And I'm a I'm an advocate for that. But at the same time, you can't play that card and then just not do what you're told to do. Like yeah. unless unless you tell your team, like, hey, I really have some bad mental health issues that's preventing me from playing. What can we do to make this right? And if he's not doing that. If I'm the owner, I'm like, dog, we paying you 40 mil just to be here. And that could go to a, a rookie, <laughs> yeah. a free agent. Like, we don't – what are you doing? So I get the frustration if I'm a team because it's like, dog, we we traded for you to help us win a championship, and you don't even want to play right now. And Philly's probably it's, like, well, we got rid of that dude. Because <laughs> it's like, I yeah. yeah. Can you think about it? it was a player swap, James Harden for Ben Simmons. And it's looking like, like it. Philly. Well, I don't even think there's a winner in this trade because they both it, it players is, are just like. But if we're looking at it from a player by player standpoint, um, I take a person who's playing right now over a person who no, I'm not but, even sure is going to. Of course, of course, but of course. but I say the Brooklyn Nets they deserve every day that's happened to them because they basically they skipped the dating process and they went straight into marriage. You know, like. They were building something very special. They, Kenny Atkinson was a pretty good coach. He was developing D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell made the All Star team. Yeah, I was so mad. At what? Uh, I totally forgot that man was on the team. Special Dinwiddie. You know, they Bro, developed Jared Allen. They had Jared Allen. They had Karis LeVert. Joe Harris, Joe Harris. rotation corner three. He was, a and sniper. they made the playoffs. And they made the playoffs with that team. What did because, they do? They so, traded to get Kevin Durant. Get Kyrie Irving, and then they even let that gel. When they had, they still had Levert. They still had Jared Allen. And they let Levert go. And then, so then let all so, those dudes go just to get James Harden. He basically played a half a season. <laughs> he wanted out because Kyrie he wasn't playing, or he was like a part time player. 
So they're like, you know, fuck this, send me to Philly. They end up getting best him not knowing whether or not the nigga was going to play with them or not. So basically, so they deserve everything that happened to them because they had a team that they developed and they broke it up to chase superstars. Yeah, and they played six, 60 games, I think, altogether, those big three. So the question I want to ask you guys is what's we need a name for this like saga of this, not the process, but the so what do you give this team? Like, what do you see that window? The window. KD is getting older, but KD's game, I think, is gonna continue. I don't think KD's gonna fall off the cliff because he's his game is not predicated on all athleticism, singles for Kyrie Irving. No, Kyrie kind of with the quickness, but he has the handles that he can shoot. So, yeah. But I'll say this though: the Cleveland Cavaliers, although they didn't make the playoffs, that team is coming. They were sure. They they were nice to look at. Gall is twenty one. You got Jared Allen. He was an all-star as well. They got Mobley, That team, Evan Mobley. The Which Toronto team? the Toronto Raptors can't sleep on them. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. I think Scotty Barnes is going to take a big step next year. Like, we just need – we like, the Raptors, for me, the thing is, I really – I think a lot of Toronto fans, we didn't expect to really go into the playoffs like that. But just the East was weak this year. But really, we just need help in the backcourt. Like, if we can get Bradley Beal with Freddie – Bradley Beal, Freddie, Scotty Barnes. Got me lit. We good. Like, we really just need one piece. And a yeah, I might have to give up Siakam, but. I'll, I'll give up Siakam for Bradley Beal. I'm cool with that because Bradley Beal will give you 30. <laughs> like, Bradley Beal can give you 30 in some, some nights. So, I'll take that. But, yeah, there's a lot of teams that and they Milwaukee, just need one piece. And Milwaukee ain't going nowhere. Anytime soon. Giannis signed that extension. The Celtics are still young. You know, with Jalen, Jason said those dudes are like the Hawks just need one piece to help Trey Young out. And the Chicago Bulls, the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls at one point in time were the top seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and Lonzo Ball gets hurt, and as Caruso and them dudes, Patrick Williams, so that fucks it up. So, but they're gonna be back with that healthy. Yeah, you know, Charlotte so. needs some help with Lamelo, some big man help with Lamelo. Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I just, I just think it's funny how. A lot of people were seeing KD and Kyrie as Sorry and LeBron, and now they're like supposedly forming their own super team, but have yet to do anything with the it. The super team era is dead. It has That's, to be. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors killed that in That's a way. Dead. In a way, because it's like people always complain about Golden State. But for me and how my dad would look at it, which is a sense of like, you can't hate them for playing the game the right way. Right. All the players that Golden State got, for real, for real. They drafted. They, they drafted. They, yeah. they scouted. They drafted. Sent them to their G League affiliate. Got them right. And then called them up like you would do in soccer. You have an academy. You pick out a person. Okay, they need to develop. Send them to the G League. Send them to the academy. We'll call you up when you're ready. Jordan Poole, another great example, went to play to Santa Cruz for a little bit, second round draft pick. Now he in the playoff, having Steph Curry be a six man. They didn't <laughs> trade for him. They they didn't trade for him. They just scouted and drafted well. And these teams got to stop trying to chase superstars and really look at these kids. Look, go to the G League. There's mad. There's mad point. Sharif Cooper is still a bucket. He's not even playing for the Hawks right now. Yeah. Um, Miles Powell for the 76ers, he's still a bucket chilling in the G League. 
So there's a lot it's of talent. Jordan Reed and the white boy Mac McC- Mac McClung. Mac McClung is a fucking two. Like there's there's so much talent. I feel like if you really want to build these teams that they gotta start looking in the G League, start picking these players up. The East gonna get wicked. If you look at the Toronto Raptors, that's another team. Fred VanVleet was a G Leaguer, and he's all he became Pascal an All Star. Pascal Siakam, Pascal Siakam too. Went they did five. Raptors. The Raptors develop players, you know. So I think that's what the NBA is. I think is leading towards. Yeah, now. Like, it has been more refreshing not seeing uh like. But you can't just pull like a KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, or James Harden from last year to say, okay, like, yeah. Even though that team, who knows? They could say they probably would have went to the final. Because remember, KD, if his foot was behind the line, the mm-hmm. Milwaukee Bucks would uh, got eliminated in the second round. Yeah. They got by it just because he got long ass feet. That's the only reason. A loss. <laughs> I mean, it is. A loss is a loss. Is, but, but, you know, but they were that hair. close. But they were that close. But the Brooklyn Nets. We got to see it with Ben Simmons. I know a lot of people are upset about it, but we got to see how that looks. I don't want to see no uh, summertime five-on-five random gym in Los Angeles runs with Ben Simmons. (laughs) I don't want to see it. A Brooklyn podcast uh, network uh, posted a uh, a video of him, like, in the gym. like I don't want to see it, bro. With uh, Kyle Korver and – in the comments, you could just see Sixers fans just laughing, like Yo, it doesn't like, matter. <laughs> like, We've been through this shit, bro. He that's why that's, that's why I'm years. confused. Like, we see all the because of him doing that. Where does back injury come from? You know, man, I'm telling that's, you, like, it, I don't get it. Don't make oh, sense wait, wait, no, wait, wait. He said, um, his team released a statement saying that, uh, uh, pressure to play or mental illness. Oh, yeah, heard, was aggravating his back or some shit like that. Hey. Yeah, so. hey, I, I, I just think it's funny as a, a Philadelphia fan and just sitting back watching this shit. Yeah. But you know, this ain't really, I, I mean to make this like a long ass Brooklyn Nets segment because it's. That was it, good. I like, like it. I like it. Yeah, like what we learned in the first round of NBA playoffs. Because outside of Brooklyn Nets, the best series out west was the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. Which Man. I agree. That series was. That we had some worse. The, the worst for the Grizzlies, was, right? Yeah, that was the best first round series. The Grizzlies, this Grizzly team, yeah, this the Memphis Grizzlies. They remind me so much of the of the OKC Thunder from like 2011 through 2014. You know, because that team was basically like with job like job to me. He's kind of like. Russell Westbrook, in a sense, they don't have a Kevin Durant. They they do not have a Kevin Durant. If you ask me, this team is actually more closer to the 2011 Bulls because you got Jaw the superstar and you got everybody else. No disrespect to Desmond Bain, I just don't think he's quite there just yet. But I think he has all star potential. But these Grizzlies, like they're a young, fun team to watch, kind of like how the OKC team back in the day with Harden, KD, Westbrook, you know, Sergi Baca, and them dudes. You know, like they're they're cocky. You know, the atmosphere is crazy. Kind of remind me of the OKC atmosphere back in the day, like a college atmosphere. They're fun team to watch in the Minnesota. But with that being said, you could make the argument had uh, they played a veteran team, like maybe like the LA Clippers instead of the Timberwolves in the first round. That series probably would end a whole lot differently. Because the Timberwolves, they basically showed their age. Because these were two of the youngest teams in the NBA that went at it. In these playoffs, yeah, the yeah, I think most people uh, agree with that. If they face the tougher team, they and the Timberwolves, they played young, 
they play like a young team, but at the same time, no excuse. Because Carl Anthony Towns is supposed to be an all-star. And Carl Anthony Towns is going to be an all-NBA player this year. He most likely going to be third-team all-NBA because I believe Jokic and NBA are going to take the, the first two teams. But Cat, he did not play like an all-NBA player. And this year, he's very inconsistent. And they're, calling, Edward, they're calling for him to be uh, released. Cat? No. Yeah. That's what, the, that's what the fan base is saying. I mean, I could get I get why they would want him to be released, but you mean trade it? You mean trade? Yeah, yeah, yeah trade, trade, trade. I'm about to say that's, what, that's, what, I mean, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's ain't 2K. They ain't doing too much for free. But I mean, Cat. I think he's just. I don't know, dog. Cat is just like he doesn't have that dog in him. He don't. He does. You know it's sad. Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Oh, for sure. Because Anthony Edwards was mad. He was mad. Like he was staying on the court mad because. Anthony Edwards from Atlanta, like Atlanta basketball players, they got that dog in them. Anthony Edwards wants that; he wants that chip. Same with D'Lo. Like, they, there's players on that that team. That D'Lo's a dude that needs to get traded. Really? Yeah, he's a dude that needs to get traded because <laughs> because if you notice towards the end of the games, like he was not in the closing lineup. They had Joy McLaughlin, like the uh, ball headed dude that. That young dude that looks like he's about 20. Man, D'Lo old. used to be my guy, man. I, I still I, want the I, best. I, 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 like, I like D'Lo, but he just does not fit. He just, yeah, not he fit. just don't fit. They, he I remember fit. Sixes were supposed to draft him uh, before instead we drafted. Uh, I remember the plan was for it to be a big three of Devin Booker, D'Lo, and Cardi Town because they're all like friends. Like That, was supposed that to would be, be tough, hard. though. That was initially supposed to be the plan, but. Devin Booker, that's dead. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, Andy Edwards, Andy Edwards, I think he's the franchise player now. They need to build around him. I mean, yeah. we we need to talk about that the the fracture and the Utah Jazz. Speaking of trades and yes, yes, yes. Awesome gone. He's gone. <laughs> he's, gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's a Nick. He, he's he's gonna be a Nick. He's gonna be a Nick. He's he gone. might as well. He might as well. You have a better chip. Yeah, you might as well, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> like Utah, bro. Like, how do you mess this up? Most like. Okay, but let me ask you guys this: If you're the Utah Jazz, thank you for bringing this up, Don. If you're the Utah Jazz, who would you? Who should you trade? Not who do you? Rudy want Gobert. To trade? I would say Rudy Gobert. Like, okay, he's a defensive player. Like, cool. But like, if yeah. you're building around Donovan Mitchell, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, yeah, get another big man. I'm sorry. Especially like, one that's more dual threat, like on both ends of the court. I mean, they got like a side white side who's kind of like, you know. It, that's not a good replacement. <laughs> like, that's not a, a good starting No, but I'll say he does just about every day that Rudy Gobert already does. So, like, why do you have two of the same type of centers? That makes sense. I think trade Rudy Gobert to get a, th- a player at the three or the four uh, to help out Donovan Mitchell. Um I don't know who's who's the Utah Jazz point or point guard because I know Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley. Conley. Oh damn, he OG. My bad, Mike Conley. Yeah, Mike Conley OG, but Mike Conley have a good point guard, good backcourt. You just need some guys at three and the four. You just need big man at this point. So I would I would give up Rudy Gobert if I'm building around Donovan Mitchell, which they probably are. He said that there's one uh one Power West team that's like interested in him. Do you know I'll who trade, it is? I'll trade Rudy Gobert to the Lakers. If for I could. Who? Anthony Davis? For Anthony no. Davis? That, they no. Wait, wait. So, no, so that's not happening. I'll trade Rudy Gobert. This is all right. 
if I'm the Lakers, this is the type of trade I would do. I'm not saying this this is a good trade for the Utah Jazz, but yeah, this is a good I, trade. I need to hear this. But this is a good he's... trade for the, this is a good trade for the Lakers. Trade Rudy Gobert and Bogdan Bogdanovich to the LA Lakers for Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, and um a, and a future first round draft pick. The Utah wouldn't even accept that. <laughs> Wait, and even if so, you're, you're gonna have Mad Anthony guards. Davis and Rudy Anthony Gobert. Davis. Anthony Davis gets to slide back to a position that he's more comfortable at the power forward position, and you have Rudy Gobert at the center. But the thing is, if I'm looking at it from the perspective of um of Utah, why do we need Russell Westbrook? You got Mike Conley, got Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt. Your bench is pretty solid. We don't have a need to have Russell. Yeah, Westbrook. what is Westbrook going to play? And three? Thorne, and oh, hold, on, hold on, my bad, my bad, my bad. You would not trade. This is this is the trade. Mike Conley, Banyanovich, Rudy Gobert for Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, a future first. That's not gonna work. Donovan Mitchell, no. Russell Westbrook are ball dominant. No, because no, no, because you're gonna trade Donovan Mitchell too. You go blow the whole. You go blow the whole. Oh, team. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know. You didn't say that. Because no. okay. first of all, Donovan Mitchell is a is a is a, is a free agent. He's a that free agent, true. so he's gonna leave regardless. So I believe Donovan Mitchell is going to the Knicks. That's why I personally believe. I would say if so Donovan if Mitchell I, comes to Atlanta, that would be tough. So but... I, so if I'm the Utah Jazz, like damn, like I'm losing Rudy Gobert. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm losing Dalvin Mitchell. Who can wait? Hold on, no, that's not gonna work because Russ Westbrook got beat with the Utah Jazz fans. <laughs> like, scratch yeah. that, I forgot. Yeah. Scratch that, that's not happening. Anyways, back to the Ravens. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry, right sorry, out of bounds fan for wasting five minutes of your time trying to make that shit work in my head. I forgot about it. It just wouldn't work. It, okay, it anyways, but Utah. Uh, shout out Donovan Mitchell, man. I like. I feel like for some players, even with Dame, I think like you, like we talked about, there's some players that want to stay and build it in the city. And for me, there's some players that do need to be like, hey, bro, like you've done all you can here, and I don't, I don't think it's gonna get any better. You just may have to go. And I think Donovan Mitchell and Damian Lillard are those two players in Dude, my eyes. I might need to talk to Dame. Bro, so we got to talk to Dame, like, bro, like, hey, man. Like, like, I understand you want to be loyal, and we understand but, that, but. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you plateauing right now, my guy. At the end of the day, there's only some, there's going to be so many Tim Duncans, Dirks, and um, Kobe's. Kobe's of the world. You know yeah. what I mean? And I guess you, it's it might be too early to say, but I think Giannis might be a lifer in Milwaukee. He probably yeah. is. I don't see, I see him leaving anytime soon. But I mean, overall, I see him. I see and Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. I think he's Steph, Steph, yeah. Steph Curry's a four lifer. <laughs> Shout out to Drewski, man. Four lifer. Yeah, so that's what I see. But overall, as a player, as an athlete, period, you have to do what's best for you because organizations, they're always going to do what's best for them. And it's but that never good to be surrounded in a culture or atmosphere or the system that does not replicate your talents because at the end of the day, if you're not producing, you know, they're gonna like say, Okay, well, like we're not gonna pay you such and such because you don't have the numbers to like of the top echelon players in the league. 
You know what I mean? So I would say that because it's hypocritical because we just talked about earlier about players and like them having too much freedom and just like sitting out. And that's why I'm, this all, I'm all for it though. I'm all for player mobility though. I mean, like, I get it, but it's just like at some point you kind of just gotta well, now I'm agreeing with you like maybe two years ago. <laughs> two, because, two years ago. Because we just seen it in the NFL. And that's going to allow us to pivot to our next main topic, our last main topic, actually, before we get into the fourth quarter. Um, the NFL draft, biggest winners from the draft. For me, before I go to my biggest winner, we got, I know I mentioned talk about like player mobility. You got to do what's best for you. Hollywood Brown from the Baltimore Ravens. My Baltimore Ravens requested a trade from the Ravens. Oh, he requested a trade. Yeah, he requested a trade. Damn. You know, it's a whole big thing about Lamar Jackson. Like, yo, like, what the fuck? But how did he know? Hollywood said that. When I say Hollywood, I mean Marquise Brown. Hollywood's his nickname because he's from Hollywood, Florida. He mentioned that Lamar was in the know of the trade. So Lamar, oh, who knows? Lamar could just been trolling online, but he may seem as if he did not know. And mind you, Lamar Jackson's in the contract year, so we have to keep that in mind. But Hollywood requested a trade from Baltimore due to the fact that. He ain't like how he's being featured in the offense, which is understandable, you know, because like he would make the claim. And I, and I agree this like there'd be some moments in the game where he's not touching the ball. And then when we're down, we'll throw the ball deep his way. But also at the same time, he has a case of the drops. But as a wide receiver, obviously, like you're supposed to always be ready, but you're like going through most of the game, not getting the ball, and you're not knowing when it's going to come your way. How can you best prepare yourself? Well, you haven't been really an active participant in the game. But I don't know. You always got to be ready, though. Like, I, I think you say, just, ready. It's just one of those things where that's your professional athlete. No matter if, like, the first three quarters, you're not getting the ball. If the fourth quarter roll around and we start throwing your way, you just – it sucks, but you just kind of got to be ready at all times. Even, like, you go the whole game and you only get two touches while someone else gets, like, 10, 11. It's, it just kind of is what it is, but you – that's why you're an NFL athlete. You always just got to be ready, man. Yeah, it sucks, but it's, it just is what it is. So, yeah. but he he made some big plays for us, though. Like, don't get switched. No, he did. He went he to the Cardinals yeah. with Kyler. Yeah, he went to the Cardinals. Gonna be with boy Kyler Murray, his college teammate at Oklahoma. DeAndre Hopkins gonna miss the first six weeks of the season due to like you know, uh, a perform fan a drug test for performance enhancing drugs. So there's that, but. There's been some big that Hollywood was the only receiver that was traded during the draft. We also had AJ Brown who's going to Donnie's Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's interesting. Give John Hurt some weapons. So that was another big move throughout during the draft. But um, in regards to winners go, I'm gonna be biased. I gotta say my Baltimore Ravens, they were the biggest winners of the draft because they drafted look at no now, but for real, we got the top safety in the draft, we got the number one center in the draft. We got the number two defensive tackle all within our first three picks in the draft, and we got great value. As We also got David Ojabo, who would have been a first-round pick had he not torn his Achilles during the college football playoffs. You know, so I think we killed the draft. We didn't get a receiver, but, hey, you got Odell out there. You got Jarvis Landry out there. You got Julio Jones out there. You got Antonio Brown out there if he, if he ends up back in the NFL. So there's options out there, you know. So I say for me, the Baltimore Ravens, Am I being a little bit biased? I think so, but we always wait. Oh, uh, Odell is isn't signed with anybody. No, no he's not. Oh, interesting. 
So we could we still have an opportunity to address our wide receiver needs. And they so can... I don't think OBJ really gonna leave LA. Or I don't know if he would want to leave LA, but actually I, I love her. I love for OBJ to stay in LA, but I don't see it for him. Because yeah. we got Van, we got Van Jefferson. We drafted Tutu Atwell last year. Uh, for those that say like, why is Liddell saying we? I have two teams, ladies and gentlemen: Baltimore Ravens and Los Angeles Rams. You know, so uh, <laughs> yeah, those are my two teams. I know, like people already think like coincidence, but I was with those teams through the dog days. I was a Rams fan when they was in St. Louis. This man, you know, you the type of nigga to cheat on your barber. Like, <laughs> no, hell no, no, I don't do that <laughs> shit. No, no you the type of nigga. Hey man, this nigga not cut I gotta go no. to somebody else. Bro. I gotta go to the other two. Oh, that. No, number two, bro. I went the whole pandemic without getting. That's how I started growing my hair back out. I went the whole pandemic without getting a uh, bob. Go to the bar. So, so while you was a, a sports analyst, but you have two teams. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just think that's weird. I mean, I get it. I mean, I go for the charges when the Jets are ass because it's the Jets. But now. I was gonna talk about the Jets for the draft, but I'm gonna say that for later. But I get it. Like the Jets are just hot ass. I'm like, oh, I don't like the Chargers. I need someone to root for. And it was what it was, but I'll always be a Jets fan. But it, it makes sense in my case. It makes sense in my case. I fell in love with the Rams due to the colors. Like I liked it the, the blue and yellow when I was a kid. I because I used to collect I remember back in the day, you used to, used to have like the helmets, the little machine you put put 25 cents in the machine. I remember like, oh, and get the, oh, the, the gun yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. The first one I got was a Rams helmet, and that became my team by default. I became a Baltimore Ravens fan because I I'm a fan of the University of Miami, the, the Hurricanes, the U. And Ray Lewis and Reed, you know, those guys were also on the Ravens. I'm like, oh shit, my guys from the Hurricanes are, are on the Ravens. So I adapted that as my secondary team, you know. So that's just how it happened. Anyways, y'all think it's like I'm a bandwagon? No, I'm, I'm bandwagon a winning team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Rams did win the Super Bowl, so I get it. But wait, I, hold, I was, on, hold on, hold on. I thought he said at least you bandwagon wins. So you reply to our bandwagon losers. I mean, Baltimore a winner. <laughs> I mean, no. we were. I mean, we were in first place before Lamar Jackson got hurt. So, so you're a loser. Okay, um, <laughs> Daddy, okay. I know you're not laughing, nigga, with your Philadelphia Phillies and Flyers and shit. Yo, <laughs> you live least, in the city of losers. I mean, at least Donovan's loyal. I can give him that credit because, like, I'm loyal too, nigga. You don't live so in the city right now. <laughs> you're not a Giants fan. You're not a Jets. See, I'm a Falcons fan by like. What was the last, Dottie, what was the last episode on Tuck Talk that we did? Damn. Damn. I I had an eventful couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about party relationships, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mind you, when he lays out there, I'm not trying. I'm just, I'm just using that as an example in regards to, okay, like. You just look at like a you know what I'm never gonna set myself up. We do not want to slap the shop on this because <laughs> you got a big Anyways, contract guys, in place. The NFL, the NFL just nix that. Just nix that. Just nix yeah, that. I, I also I also think the Philadelphia Eagles were pretty good in this draft. Um, I I think the Jets 
in my book, and it's not even because I'm biased, but just like looking through the draft and who they picked, they picked some solid people for the first time in a while. They picked they pick players that they actually needed, and that's actually going to help the team. Um, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, top. Sauce Gardner. I'm uh, Gardner. Uh, Garrett Wilson. They need a new wide receiver. Bryce. Uh, Brees Hall. Bryce. Brees Hall. Um, you know, edge so rushing on defense. Yeah. So I think they yeah, definitely have some solid it. picks up, pickups. And so I could probably so finally take my Jets jersey out the closet. That joint got dust <laughs> on now. So, so where are you predicting they fall this year? AFC North. I think. I think not number at least number two. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say East. The, uh, East. Woo! <laughs> East. What the fuck? I'm, hey, I've been watching too much NBA. I've been really watching the NFL like that. So forgive me, but so yeah. AFC East. Where you see the the Ravens, uh, Liddell, and your other team, Chargers, Rams, or Rams. First of all, I would never root for the Chargers. Ill, but for my Ravens. If we stay healthy, because we were eight and three with a team, and we were number one AFC with a team that did not have our top two running backs, we were missing Marcus Peters, our second best corner outside Marlon Humphrey. Some may argue that Peters was our best corner. We did not have him. Calais Campbell was in and out of the lineup. You know, we had injuries all over. Even with our offensive line, our all-pro left tackle was a point. We we're still eight and three. With this draft, we got better. And those guys come back healthy. I think the Baltimore Ravens are easily the best team in the AFC. Even even if we do not get another wide receiver, because I believe it was Rashad Bateman. I think he is he's gonna ball out this year. I think the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Everybody stays healthy. In regards to the Rams, the Rams basically like we get great value in the draft. Like we do not value our first and second round picks. We basically trade all those guys just to win the Super Bowl. It worked out, you know. So um. We got Bobby Wagner, best middle linebacker in the NFL, to anchor the defense. You know, we lost Von Miller, but, you know, we still got Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. Jenna Ramsey's the best corner in the game. Cooper Cup, you know, we got Allen Robinson to replace Robert Woods. If we could bring back Odell, cool. If not, then all right, Van Jefferson going to step up. Tutu Atwell is going to step up. I think the Rams will be solid content to, to possibly repeat as Super Bowl champions. All right. Ravens ran Super Bowl. That's what, that's what I'm hoping for. That'd be the best of both worlds. But we also can't discount the Detroit Lions. The Lions had a great draft as well. They did. Their Lions did have a really good draft. Can't even lie. They did. Great pickups. The team definitely needed it. So they did a good job. Yeah. Bro, all right. Let's get to the fourth quarter, our last seven in the show, where we asked rapid fire questions. In regards to the world of sports, also we're gonna give you guys our predictions for the second round of NBA playoffs. Uh, I know we understand that it's underway, but it's only been like one game each. I believe that's the, the Heat and Sixers are playing game two right now. At, no, the Celtics and the Bucks, excuse me, are playing game two right now at the moment. So, uh, uh, but at the time that this airs on YouTube, that game will be already finalized. But yeah, let's just start with the playoffs since I just ended with that. Like, what's your predictions for Bucks Celtics? Like. Who you guys got winning that uh, series? There's no games on today. No? Hmm. Unless I'm looking at the wrong schedule. Yeah, I might be looking at the wrong schedule. Forgive no, me. The, no, the Celtics <laughs> are definitely playing. And the Warriors okay. and Grizzlies are playing tonight. So, yeah. So, I would All say right. if we're going to the East first, 
Bucks take Bucks and six, and then the I would say Miami is six. Yeah, Miami is six. Bucks and six. Okay, what about on the West? Um, Phoenix and four. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix and Phoenix and four. Um, now nah, realistically, I would say Phoenix and five. Um, Golden State and four. Oh, so go say go sweet Memphis. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to my boys say? out there in the Bay. Shout out to Jordan Fool. What do you say, Dottie? The real most improved player of the year. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the West the same, but I'm gonna say Phoenix and four. Um for oh, the oh, so East. I'll cut my there. You said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh for the East, I'm gonna Y'all say over over this bed anyway. Bucks and uh, six. Um, it's like it's now recorded. We can go back, but okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna remember this. <laughs> Just go back to the episode. Um, as for the the Sixers, uh, depending on when and B plays, I say Sixers and seven. Okay, these are my predictions. No, 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 no. Uh, heat and seven. Heat and seven. Damn, they could suck all that shit. I don't believe it. <laughs> I had to to come back down to earth. (laughs) Okay. This is is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Heat and Four. This is a sweep. Y'all niggas get swept. So Heat and Four. Celtics and Seven. Suns and Five. Warriors and Six. Those are my predictions. Warrior, warrior, warrior. Right. Warrior. Uh, last, last main question. This is a question that you brought up. I got a little bit fired up. Kind of like, how dare this motherfucker? But you know, I'm gonna turn the floor over to you. Like, basically, what's going on with Ryan Tannehill, and Malik Willis? Yeah. So, uh, real quick, Ryan Tannehill uh, was at a media press something, and um, they were asked about you know mentoring uh, Malik Willis, the incoming um, quarterback. And he said, it's not my job to mentor him. Um, And I I think he was right. I mean, if we get to the definition of what it is, um, and I know Noel will touch on it more because he actually has football experience. uh, I'm not going to mentor the guy that is supposedly coming in to take my job, especially if I'm not ready to leave that position yet. Um, that's for the QB coach and the head coach to decide. That is not my problem. Even though we are teammates, it's still a competition. Okay, let's let's apply this to the world of journalism, right, Donnie? Okay. Let's say, first of all, you're like the senior editor at True River Culture, Double XL Complex, Fader, wherever. Let's make it a reality. Pitch Shout out. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, page for it. Yeah, they mean. Okay. Sports or bar or bar stool sports, right? Let's say you're like a scene at one of these places. And uh, well, I, I would never be at Barstow's. Anyways, guys, they're racist, but yeah, but but yet you repost them every time the Sixers win a game. Oh, Barstow or Philly, Philly, and they're also the same shit. Right they're even more racist, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let's say, right, but let's say, right, uh, your editor says that okay, like I want you to be like, um, I want you to have like an apprentice, so to speak. Or be like, or is it the other way around? Like, are you the mentee? Be a mentor, mentee. I meant, yeah, let's just go with that. I'm yeah. tired, ladies and gentlemen. I've been, it's been a long day, but it's 5 a.m. 
mentor mentee, right? So are you say would you be telling your boss, okay, it's not my job to basically train this upcoming up, up becoming journalist? So to speak, you know, like teach all everything that you know, how to share the same experiences that you've experienced, attend like industry events and all that. Like, would you basically tell your boss that it's not okay. your right. job to do that? So am I the the senior writer or am I the you know the editor? Like I'm no, it doesn't matter. You're in the head position at a magazine. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm head of the department. Then yes, yeah. I, I would. But if I was like a still a writer, technically. Okay, technically. Okay, nigga. Uh, you're a senior writer. <laughs> you're an experienced. <laughs> like it's, it's a hypothetical. He's making it difficult. So no, because that might be my reality. Fuck you, oh me. My God. You're a senior. <laughs> I'm manifesting for you. You're right. a senior editor at Pitchfork. They okay. bring in a, a journal. Okay, senior editor, then um, yes, I, I would mentor him. Okay, but is it the starting quarterback supposed to be the face of the franchise, so to speak? Yeah. Mm, yes. Is is yes. Is he the franchise guy? Oh my god. Well, <laughs> 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 no. because I look at the Titans and I see and immediately think, oh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, but there is a running back. Running back You're is talking the about the quarterback right now. Running back is the most replaceable position in the NFL. And Dante former filled in pretty nicely for like, like it would be nice if he took the time to mentor him. But at the end of the day, we have a a bunch of staff and mentors for this. We have a QB coach, we have a uh, a head coach, like we have these trainers, developments, and stuff like that. I'm different, bro. in a position. Trying to lead my team right now. I don't want to be worrying about this fucking little rut about worrying about the red train. <laughs> so the black man is the rut. Okay, oh, got it. I was, I, was, I was trying to think of like you know the little pig. Got it. Family. Got it. Yo, pitchfork. If you see this, uh, this does not align with my views. I'm still waiting for oh, my, uh, my media pass. That's why, that's why I'm just quiet. That's why I'm not going to say that. All I got to say is that was a great emotional moment. I'm gonna keep yeah, I, I guess I can see it your way. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, it's it's not your job, but I think it's one of the, when you play when you play sports at a certain level, he had this competition, he has QB competition. But it's also a uh, it's a respect thing, and I think if you're you have a couple of years under your belt in the league, and they draft a quarterback, um, he's gonna need somebody to talk to because the only other person that understands what he's going through is probably you. So it's like, and you can teach the thing is you can teach someone everything you know. They may not apply it. They may not have the same drive as you. Like you saw Kobe. Kobe was mentoring Devin Booker. Um, they will always come hoop with him in LA, and he he literally taught them taught them what he knew. But are they gonna apply it the same way that Kobe applied that but made him Kobe? They, they no. wasn't they wasn't in competition with each other. They were from two different teams. But they still play each other. Yeah, bro. What are you talking about? Okay, all right. My mistake. It's, my mistake. I, yeah, you're, I, right. I you're absolutely like Michael right. Jordan. Like Michael Jordan. There's a famous one. Michael Jordan. He'll play with all these dudes in the summertime. 
And MJ was like, like, yo, they don't know that I'm about to steal all their moves, study their moves. That way I could be prepped to get some come playoff time. They couldn't grasp that. Oh, but yeah. see, but see, some people aren't built like that. So Ryan Tannehill could give him the sauce to be the starting NFL QB. But if Malik Willis doesn't have that drive to pick up that knowledge, then is you can't really do nothing about that. But the thing is, you should be scared if he is beating Ryan Tannehill to the facility. He's always early. He's doing the the right things, and then you're teaching him knowledge on top of that. Then yeah, you can be worried because he may have more drive than Ryan Tannehill to be yeah, a starting quarterback. I, I think he's so, like scared. So it's like if you scared, okay, cool, baby. You gotta look at yourself in the mirror, like maybe I gotta be a better starting quarterback. No, I'm really. Gonna say, I'm gonna say this about Ryan Tannehill. Is Ryan Tannehill the first quarterback to say this? No, no, no he's not. Joe Montana has said this in regards to Steve Young. Brett Favre has said this in regards to um, Aaron Rodgers. And look what happened to them. What do those four quarterbacks have in common? They're all pretty good, great quarterbacks. Hall of Famers, right? Yeah. Joe Montana was a Super Bowl champion and two-time league MVP when he made those comments. Brett Favre was a multi-time league MVP, Super Bowl champion when he made those comments in regards to Aaron Rodgers. What has Ryan Tannehill accomplished in the NFL? Nothing. Nothing. One Pro Bowl. He, he got a Comeback Player of the Year award. Cool. But overall, he's been... Most of like a game is nobody's ever said Ryan Tanner was a top ten quarterback. In that he's NFL. a mid quarterback. Okay, yeah. he's mid. Perfect word. He's mid. He's not in the class of a Mahomes, of a Aaron Rodgers, of a Lamar Tom Brady, of a Lamar Jackson. So, so wouldn't that be more incentive for him to what he said? Oh, it's not my job because I don't no, have that no, type of experience. No, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not because you have to think of it like this. It's like politics, so to speak. Ryan Tannehill is basically saying a quarterback who's basically not elite is basically saying that okay, this the organization that basically drafted his replacement because Ryan Tannehill he's thirty three, going on thirty four years old, you know, so he has more years left behind him than he does right in front of him as a starting quarterback in this league. So you're basically telling the organization or any organization for that matter, if it doesn't work out, Tennessee. I'm not gonna come in and mentor a young quarterback that might potentially be better than me. When he, in fact, does not have that resume, you know why guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick, Nick Foles, Case Keenum, those type of quarterbacks last in this league because they have no problem being a mentor, being a backup. Yeah, yeah. you know, Tyrod Taylor is another one. You know, where is he right now? Tyrod Taylor. Uh, no, with... Denver, Denver, right? No, he last is with. Not Buffalo, but he's with. That's actually he's with Houston. He's with Houston. He's in Houston. He signed an extension with Houston, I think. No, right now he's with the New York Giants, actually. Mm. Damn. Oh shit. Yeah. And and he has about the same resume as Tannehill, one Pro Bowl. You know, so if I'm Ryan Tannehill, like who, like like who the fuck are you? Like you're not Joe Montana. You're not Brett Favre. You don't have to cash in the resume. What have you won in Tennessee? Okay, so I'm just trying to play the business championship. So. Basically, that's what he's saying. Like he's he's not that guy, and his job can be taken from him at any day. So why would I like? So why would I spend my time trying to mentor somebody? No, because that's good to other organizations that wow that might have interest in Ryan Tannehill. Well, this guy he sees. Uh, who the fuck is going to be looking at Ryan Tannehill at thirty three? So, bro, oh, no, right, man. bro, why is Fitzpatrick still a free agent? He's over forty. 
Yeah, so. Hey, come on, bro. I, I, Brian Fitzpatrick, that's a different breed. <laughs> that man, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he played for the Eagles at one point. Like, my thing with Tannehill is, like, have some type of self-awareness. I have, I'm not saying that he's obligated to do so, but it's like, have some type of self-awareness for the sake of your career because you do not want to – even though he has like he has the complexion for the connection, so I, I think that's what he was saying. He's but, not obligated, like it's not his job. I think that's what he was saying, basically, what you just said. He's not obligated. It would be nice, yes. Is it his job? No. Is it his okay? Here we go. We're gonna is it his job? No, it's not. It's not his job to do that. His job is to go there and be a starting quarterback. Now, as a sports, as an athlete, as a competitor. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like in baseball, it's just an unwritten rule. Is yeah, and, yeah. and then in football, it's it's an unwritten rule to like Bro. if Malik Willis asked for help, is you would be a dick to not say yes. Like you would be like, nah, I'm not gonna help you. Yeah, yeah, out. I agree with that. You would like as just a teammate. So dip, let me ask you real dip, quick. Difference if, if Patrick Willis didn't ask for help and Malik he never Willis. and I'm Malik Willis. Malik Willis if he didn't ask for help and these comments were never made, would you fault? Um, no. um, I was about to say Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. No, no. Okay. If he if he if he does and again, some guys do it, some guys don't. It just it, again, it's just one of those things. Some players do, some players don't. Some players are confident in their abilities, and for me, like Liddell, like I think I said earlier, um, it is he's scared. He's threatened by Malik Willis. And because, <laughs> no, because I mean, because if if you're I mean, that, we got compared to Steve McNair, who's the greatest Tennessee highest quarterback of all time. Exactly. So. Exactly. So from from my thing is, Ryan Tannehill, he may not admit it that he's scared, but he's definitely like looking over his shoulder, like this kid is. He has really great precision. He can run the ball. He can pass the ball. He can stay in the pocket. He's pretty. He's pretty good. So it's so like, let me spend is, my but, summer. But it's not like Tannehill. But it's not like Tannehill is trash though. Nobody's saying he's it, trash. And he's he's not. But it's like, like Malik Willis not gonna come in and start season one. No, he's like, not. He's, he's not gonna start game one. But he's a part if, of that quarterback, but Mahomes didn't start his first year. But the thing is, Malik. But but that's the thing. Ryan Tannehill is just now he has a clock on his back. Yeah. But he didn't get drafted. There was no clock because it was only Ryan Tannehill and whatever backup that they had at the time. Now that you now that you drive a quarterback, you you nurture for a year, Young you prospect. potentially be really good. Now you got a clock on your back. Now you really got to do something right now because if you don't, we got Malik Willis in our pocket who's ready to do what he got to come out here and do. So you know now Ryan Tannehill got to be like looking over his shoulder now. And so mm-hmm. yeah, he's probably gonna feel threatened. Yeah, he's probably gonna be scared because he's looking that the, okay, this kid's younger than me has a bigger skill set, wheelhouse of things he can possibly do for this team at that position, anybody would be intimidated. So, yeah, he probably isn't. But I'm not – it's not my job because he just doesn't want – like Donnie said, he probably doesn't want to help him get, you know, dig his own grave. And, so. that's, and you know what? I have two I have two more points, and then we're going to wrap this up. And I'll open the floor to you guys to make the last um, closing points on this segment here. Thank you with Tannehill. All right. Did, that's my that's might be how he feels right now, but other organizations they might look at Ryan Tannehill and say like, "Wow, if we bring this guy in to our organization, and like I said, nobody's saying he's a bad quarterback. He's a fine quarterback. You could win football games with Ryan Tannehill. Can you win Super Bowl with him? Probably not, but you can win football games with him. But 
other organization might be looking at this guy saying that okay, like they, let's say for instance, Kamaluka will take over eventually. That's what they drafted him for. Other teams might be like, okay, if I bring in Ryan Tannehill, he's gonna want to be a starter. He's not gonna want to be a backup and mentor a young guy. So he's basically fucking up his own bread for the future. Cause that's kind of like how you can extend your career, so to speak. Like Michael mm-hmm. Vick, like Michael Vick came back to the league as a backup. Great, he had no choice. He had to work his way back up. But like you know, it's like what accolades does Tannehill has to his name to warrant him making that statement, so to speak? And, and my last point, Steph Curry, different sport, but Steph Curry could come off the bench for Jordan Poole, a player that does not have the resume that Steph Curry has. He can humble himself. Why can't Tannehill humble himself? You know what I mean? And that's a two-time league MVP, three-time NBA champion. Yeah. Coming off the bench for a dude that's only in his third year. Who does not have it? Just, it just it comes down to who you are as a person, who you are as a player at the end of the day. Agree, that's it. You know, it, it I mean, my last point is it's not his job, plain and simple. It is yes, okay. I, I understand that unwritten rule, but he's not the trainer, he's not the QB coach. He's not the head coach. He's not the development and talent coach. That is not his job. I got to worry about my job and my job security, plain and simple. Yeah, your voice is way down two decimals. That's not like Pop Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was trying not to cough up. I, I felt like I had phlegm in my... Oh. <laughs> man, it's not like Pop Smoke. Yeah, bro. That dope, fellas. Let's let's plug ourselves on the way out. Let everybody know where they can find your social media, what you guys got going on. No, we already know Thursday is the big day. So this is your last episode out about as a college student. You know, so how you feel? Excited. Um, I don't know. I'm ready to be on vacation for a little bit. (laughs) To be honest, I've been taking a vacation since I started my junior year in college. Um just ready to relax and really just taking everything a day at a time, not rushing it, um, and just waiting. So um, I would just enjoy it for what it is, and then we'll see when we can get there. But, you know, y'all know where to follow me, at Dino also on everything, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all the all the Johns, and your boyfriend be on vacation, so I don't really get nothing else to plug. Um, boyfriend be on vacation after this graduation, so I'll be chilling for a little bit. So you deserve it, bro. You deserve it. Mr. Donnie, I'll call me Donnie Wilkins. <laughs> I was laughing at a, a Barstool Philly post. Of course you were. <laughs> um, of course you was. You can listen to my radio show uh, weeknights, 11, 11 p.m. to uh, 2 a.m. on uh, Live 95 at all. Oh, it's three. What did I say, two? Yeah. Three. Three. Wow. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> it's a lot to say, man. It really is a lot to say. <laughs> but um, yeah, you could check out. I'll be dropping a new episode of uh, my podcast um, and follow on my socials. Yes. Sir. Well, just Instagram. Yeah. As for me, the Delta Fashionista, also the Modern Trooper Coach IG page. I'm about to make a new IG page for my very own company, Gratter Media Productions. So we have more details on that soon. We're in some talks with some networks. I don't want to put too much out there, but you know, we're trying to make some. Oh, it's, it's speaking of, you checking your emails? <laughs> 
right, I, I got just, shit. I got I, shit circled, and I'm just. Wondering. I just, I just hit him up about that today. Oh. <laughs> You hear about the Jack Harlow shit? I was like, man, if we got a listening party to go to, let me know. I was just like, he was like, he ain't got nothing, Joe. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I do have two listening parties. One is uh, a tough media um, band of ours. Um, great time. Oh, okay. I fucked a great time. Yeah, Where's so the listening parties in Philly? And rubber as well. It, it's, it's rarely a few. Rarely a okay. few. Um, you know, you know what? Because I'm gonna forget. So, Di, what am I looking for in these emails? So, because I got my phone out right here. You see, you see, I got all these. uh, This man, you want me to put the business out? (laughs) All right. So, you're looking for Philadelphia Film Festival. You're looking for Sundance. You're looking for. um, Oh, we can go to Sundance. Let me know. Yeah, you're looking for Pitchfork. You're looking for Lollapalooza. You're looking for the um the. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, African uh, festival name. Oh, 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 Olade. You're looking for Made in America. You're looking for the WXPN festival. There's, there's a couple. It, it hey, should just say my Os- name. Yeah, I'm looking for the Oscar. Oh, Oscar's already coming. Nah. <laughs> Hell, you may be looking for the Met Gala next year. I'm, I'm trying oh, to. Oh, man. Me. Give me into the Met Gala. <laughs> <Dog>. Hey. <laughs> Get I'll go to Met Gala. That I will get a custom suit for. I'll do that. Uh, okay, I see. I got a lot of emails I need to check. But yeah, I got. Don't that. you have an assistant? Didn't you just hire one? Hey. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hit up your assistant, yo. Now invitations <laughs> to award shows because it's summertime. I already know the BET Awards coming up. Last year you had a, you had tickets. You know, all forgot. Right, exactly. You had two tickets. Me and Donnie can fly to LA. So. Yeah, BET Awards. I, that's why I feel so bad about the BET Awards last year, man. But I got y'all boys. I got y'all boys this year. I got you. <laughs> All right, we're going to hit the but black yeah. carpet. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, um, guys, this has been episode 43 of the Out of Bounds podcast. If you enjoyed this week's edition, please hit that like button, hit that share button, subscribe to the channel, let everybody know what the Tuck family is doing. As well as you listen to us on audio platforms, please give us five stars on Spotify, Pan- are we on Pandora? I think we're on Pandora. Amazon, Google Podcasts, all that Pandora good shit. We want everything. Yeah. We want everything except for um Apple Apple um podcasts or whatever that shit. Well, fuck with Apple. Uh, nah, I nah, I have an iPhone now. I'm officially a part of society. Yo, I'm with you, bro. I got my shit two uh, two months ago. I'm proud of y'all, too. I'm proud of y'all, too. Finally. I could could FaceTime and shit. I could like comments. So proud. So proud of y'all. I can talk to Siri. That's good, man. Like good. All right. This man said talk to Siri. But y'all... Hope that you guys enjoyed this week's edition. Remember, we love black women, as no always say, as I say. Donnie, I don't, do you love black women, Donnie? Why does why this got to be a question? Yes, I support black It's a women. yes. He okay. said, let's go. Let's just cut away. Let's just <laughs> yes or no. Wait, that sounded wrong. <laughs> it sounded worse. Just... That sounded like so non-believable. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's so poor, but no, think it got frustrated. I asked him the question, like, <laughs> hell, Hydra, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs>